the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. I wish I had better news for you, but the Columbus City Schools is caving to pressure from the teachers' unions and panic and will require students to wear masks. When school starts on August the 26th, you'll have to wear them on buses. You'll have to wear them in schools. But I'm vaccinated. So what? Doesn't matter to Columbus City Schools. Yes, to follow the science crowd, the vaccines are our way out of the pandemic crowd. The you're safe if you're vaccinated, but you're still in danger if you're not crowd now says everybody's in danger. Maybe the Texas Democrats giving covid to all the vaccinated members of the Biden White House and the staff of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has prompted this. They're not telling us why Uh, they're telling us it's from consulting with city health officials like uh, Makisha Roberts, the uh, health department, Ohio, uh, the uh, Ohio Department of Health director, would be nice to share that information. But, you know, well, they know what's best for you on pretty much everything. So why would this be any different? Talisa Dixon, your school superintendent, says throughout this pandemic, we've relied on the guidance of our public health officials. We feel that this is the best decision for our district and community. Hmm. Not a lot of info in that statement other than the temerity of. We know best. So I feel bad for Columbus City School students. feel bad for parents. I feel bad for those of you who put your trust in a vaccine that now buys you exactly nothing in terms of resuming life normally in a school year. No smiles, no read on body language, no comfort in classrooms on warm days like today. But as is becoming more and more clear with decisions like this and the Columbus City Schools decision to join a lawsuit against charter school choices for kids in the city of Columbus to have options in their education, as has also become evident from Columbus City Schools protesting expansions in ed choice scholarships for students in the new state budget. The Columbus City Schools administration doesn't care about the students. They don't. They don't care about the students. They don't care about the parents. They care about keeping the teachers happy. And the teachers run the district. And so you will do what they tell you to do. And you will not complain. Because if you do, well, who knows what will happen. They won't listen, for one thing. That much we know. Now, this is a national movement building. There are experts starting to come forward to follow the lead of Joe Biden, who last night uh, made in one, I don't know what, 40-second sound clip, 
the assertion that I don't tell the medical experts what to do, but here is what they're going to do, even though they haven't done it yet. But the clear implication is, I expect them to do it, so they better do it. When will children under 12 be able to get vaccinated? Soon, I believe. Now, look, one of the things that I committed to do when I got elected, I said How I soon would... as soon, Mr. President, not to well, I, I, and that's what, let me hear. Let me finish. Hammond, the, Hammond, 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 Hammond. the answer soon in the sense that I do not tell any scientists what they should do. But I'm just about ready. The CDC is going to say that what we should do is everyone over the age of under the age of 12 should probably be wearing a mask in school. That's probably what's going to happen. Secondly, those over the age of 12 who are able to get vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't wear a mask. If you aren't vaccinated, you should be wearing a mask. So it's going to get a little bit tight in terms of, well, our mom or dad being honest that, you know, Johnny did or did not get vaccinated. That's going to raise questions. Oh, I fully expect Rochelle Walensky and the CDC to bow up and tell the president to, you know, back off Jack or Joe in his case. <laughs> you know that's not going to happen. Uh, Anthony Fauci has already joined uh, this silly call for masking voiced most recently by the American Academy of Pediatrics. I think that the American Academy of Pediatrics, you know, they're a thoughtful group. They analyze the situation, and if they feel that that's the way to go, I think that's a reasonable thing to do. Francis Collins, can we expect any different from you, head of the NIH? No, of course not. They will not be popular amongst parents and kids who are sick of masks. But you know what? The virus doesn't care that we're sick of masks. The virus is having another version of its wonderful party for itself. And to the degree that we can squash that by doing something that maybe is a little uncomfortable, uh, a little inconvenient, it's not like we're asking people to go to the trenches with uh, shooting war. We're just asking you if it looks like it's going to help, put the mask back on for a while. Well, we know Francis Collins hasn't been to Chicago or Columbus. Uh, This is ridiculous. It's just a little sacrifice of your freedom. It's just a little sacrifice of your own personal choice and liberty. Reminds me of the uh, college football coach who had to suspend one of his best players from a key game and was lamenting to a friend of mine in broadcasting. It was just a little dope. Yeah, the phrase slippery slope comes to mind. This is what they try to get you to do. You know, the classic liberal roundabout is, why are you even making a big deal about this? It's not a big deal. Why are you making a big deal about it? It's just a mask. Come on. It doesn't hurt you. It's not a big deal. It's not like you're going into a shooting gallery or something. And then if you go along, then the next time it's like, well, you know, you did that, so why won't you do this? There have been enough anecdotal instances of vaccine complications that I understand why some people are hesitant. I also understand why some people are more than willing to line up and get the vaccine. What you decide 
should be, and I hope will be, a personal decision. Not an elected official's decision, not a doctor's decision, but a personal decision. Because that is the American way. You make a decision, you deal with the consequences of that decision. But this whole, I'm not safe because of what you're doing and your actions impact me, it it shouldn't apply to this issue because if you're vaccinated and you're making the argument that I'll be safe if I get vaccinated, then you must presume yourself to be vaccinated. You must presume yourself to be safe while vaccinated. So whatever the other person does shouldn't impact you. The argument often given is, well, you can't, you know, you can't drive drunk. Yes, that is true. You can't drive drunk because I'm not vaccinated against you driving drunk. No one can be vaccinated against you driving drunk. You can't be vaccinated against me driving drunk. So it's not the same thing. If there was a vaccine against drunk driving, then everyone would get it. And then we wouldn't be as worried about being hurt by other people driving drunk because they'd only be doing damage to themselves. I, I, I love the justifications that leftists try to come up with which make absolutely no sense at all. Uh, This will be interesting if the NFL's position on vaccines, and this is being put forth all throughout the NFL and all throughout college football. I heard it today at the Big Ten kickoff luncheon. I heard it at the Southeastern Conference media days. It's, you're not being a good teammate if you don't get vaccinated. Kamala Harris said the other day, you know, you're not being a good neighbor. It's not, it's, it's unchristian if you don't get vaccinated. Well, now one of the top receivers in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins of the Arizona Cardinals, says he's thinking of retiring because his choice not to get the vaccine is being painted as him being selfish and hurting his teammates. He says, being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccine is making me question my future in the NFL. That's a great idea, Roger Goodell. Why don't you run off? One of your star receivers because of your dumb vaccine mandate policy. Uh, we are really going to do this again, folks. We really are. We did it out of ignorance, unavailable, unavailability of information. Last year, we didn't know how serious... This thing was when we got into April and May. We started to get some clarity in the summertime. In the fall, we kind of ramped back up with our normal course of action. Still somewhat fearful. Numbers were still scary. Now the numbers are not even close to what they were before. And we're histrionic about the Delta variant. The Delta variant. The Delta variant. When they test for COVID, you know they're not even testing for the Delta variant. We're just all assuming it's the Delta variant. And now it's the testing. Now it's the positive test. The death rate from COVID and what would be considered the third wave of COVID is not even close in Great Britain to what it was in the second wave. Positive tests per 100,000 in Great Britain 
the second wave of COVID, 33 per 100,000. Death rate in the second wave was 36 per 100 million, okay? Now the infection rate per 100,000 after the third wave, it's been there for a while, the infection rate's about the same, 33.6 per 100,000. What's the death rate? It was 36 per 10 million during the second wave. What's the death rate now? 2.1. 2.1. It's a fraction of what it was before. Now, why is that? Because more people have been vaccinated and because now the people who were most vulnerable have probably been vaccinated and the people who are getting COVID are younger and younger people aren't as much at risk. They bounce back from it. But Columbus City Schools will make you wear a mask anyway. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Indefensible, but like I say, every decision they make confirms in my mind more and more and more. They care nothing, nothing about the kids they're supposed to educate. Six twenty-two, Bruce Hooley show. This cannot be good news for former Ohio legislator Larry Householder, who is charged with an array of crimes: federal bribery and racketeering, among them, in a sixty million dollar scandal uh, related to uh, First Energy, because First Energy today has reached a deal to pay $115 million to the federal government and $115 million to the Ohio Development Services um, Income Plus Plan, which is basically a plan that helps people with their utility bills. So it's $115 million to the state to help people lower their utility bills. Uh, So First Energy is admitting a lot of what will certainly be big parts of the case against Larry Householder, uh, Neil Clark, the lobbyist, and several others who were charged in this. Householder maintains his innocence. He lost his spot in the General Assembly over it, even though he was elected with like 70% of the vote in his home district. So we'll see. But that can't be good for Larry Householder. But, you know, he's probably not surprised. I mean, they're going to do whatever they got to do to keep themselves out of harm's way. Uh, Joe Biden can't keep himself out of harm's way when he appears at a town hall, because there are live microphones. Even though uh, there were not a lot of people watching the CNN town hall last night, uh, pulled in fewer viewers overall, and in the coveted 25 to 54 age demographic, CNN with the president, live on TV, on their channel. Less viewers, fewer viewers, overall and in the coveted demo, than Fox News got on a normal night. Ouch. And it wasn't close. CNN total audience, 8 to 9.30 p.m., 1.5 million people. Fox, which Tucker Carlson's on at 8 Sean Hannity comes on at 9, so you get half of Hannity, all of Tucker. They outnumbered CNN's viewers by almost 2 to 1. 2.7 million on Fox, 1.5 million on CNN. In the 
25 to 54 age demographic. CNN pulled in 306,000 Fox, which now you'd think, okay, CNN will do pretty well. Younger, more liberal people, probably Biden fans, not fan of the not fans of the mean orange man. They're not going to be watching Tucker Carlson. They're certainly not going to be watching Hannity. Well, they had 164,000 more viewers than CNN. That's not good. Is that a reflection? Aaron Light, producer of The Bruce Woolley Show. Is that a reflection more on Joe Biden? Or as is that a reflection more on Don Lemon? I don't know. Both. It's not good for either one. It's certainly not good for either one. I mean... Don Lemon, he's their primetime guy. And Joe Biden is certainly their preferred president. So all those of you who did not watch on either Fox or CNN, you missed a classic Joe Biden moment. And here it is. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't the, the, the experts say, we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it's going to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means, you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah. So the what Federal you, Drug Administration. It, the Federal Drug Administration. Has that been renamed since Joe Biden became president? the FDA, the Federal Drug Administration. I was under the impression that was the Food and Drug Administration. The Federal Drug Administration? No. Food and Drug Administration. Here's the transcript of that. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where our, why can't the experts say, we know that this virus is in fact... It's going to be, or excuse, we know why the all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. That's underway, too. I'd like to go back to high school to Mrs. Johnson's English composition class, and I'd like to turn that in as my uh, first sentence of, a, of an assignment. See what I get on that. Would that be classified as a run-on sentence? Joe Biden speaks English as a second language. I can never decide if he's cognitively compromised or just stupid. Because before he was old, the oldest president ever to serve in office on the first day he took office. He was older than the oldest president before him was on the last day he left office. Joe Biden was always a bumbling, rambling, plagiarizing, exaggerating bundle of nonsense. He still has that gift. Listen to him try to explain how if he plows another four and a half trillion dollars into the economy, it will actually help reduce inflation. Couldn't that add to... No, look, here's the deal. Moody's today, when our Wall Street firm, not some liberal think tank, 
said, if we pass the other two things I'm trying to get done, we will, in fact, reduce inflation, reduce inflation, reduce inflation. See, that works like one of those incantations that Uncle Arthur used to mumble on Bewitched. You say that enough. <laughs> Ibum, abum, ubum, scubum. Reduce inflation, reduce inflation, reduce inflation. And poof, a cloud appears. And gas prices go down. 